Hello and welcome to another episode of the Startup Operator Roundup. I'm Roshan Karyapa and I also have Gunjan Saha who's wearing shades for some reason. Well, don't you know that the recent developments of future seems so damn bright. I mean, you're talking about Chandrayaan and uh, you know, UPI in France and so on. Yes. But what about gaming? Hot man, hot to say that. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, of course it's not a good time to be in the gaming industry with the new regulations proposed by the government but if you are a former employee with flipkart then of course a great great week for you yeah. um, flipkart recently announced its 700 million dollars esops payout which is probably the largest i think we've seen till date yeah i spent all of this weekend trying to figure if i have any flipkart <laughs> contacts right i mean you guys owe us a party <laughs> uh, along with that the government last week announced that there's going to be a 28% tax for online gaming and this makes no distinction between a game of chance or a game of skill Yeah I mean there's an easier way to <laughs> say f off right <laughs> basically but yeah I mean and uh, with of course the buzz around generative ai still continuing Wipro has launched a program called AI360 and have also announced a 1 billion dollar investment to develop ai capabilities internally along with that we have some really interesting fundraise news even though movement in the funding space has really slowed down but we'll get to that Roshan you mentioned you know that France is now soon going to adopt UPI and of yeah. course the whole Chandrayaan 3 launch was successful yeah i mean some really great times ahead fantastic i mean and and i'm not even talking about the very comprehensive uh, win that we had uh, versus west indies in cricket uh, right by in innings and something uh, which doesn't happen too often these days anyway but uh, yeah chandrayaan 3 was uh, at least the launch has been successful i certainly had my fingers crossed and uh, was really praying that it goes well and it's still not uh, done right the mission is only successful after like a 30 or 40 day period when the rover is gets all of the data and stuff and and so there's still a lot left so keep your prayers uh, going uh, right isro scientists deserve all of the kudos you know last time i think when chandrayaan 2 when the mission failed i still remember very vividly prime minister modi consoling case when the isro chief at that time right so yeah let's hope that uh, all of the blood sweat and tears uh, you know results in a resounding success and did you know how much it costed us so 1/4 of what it costed to make avengers <laughs> i mean well, but it's for a budget of 600 crores right i mean yeah exactly right just about 600 crores this again right i mean is is a sign of the times to come i think over the next 5 or 10 years you're going to see that india's space industry is going to is going to mature big time right i mean barring maybe spacex at this point of time we are the cheapest and most efficient most competitive now with you know venture money coming in as well i think uh, the space industry is all set to take off i think even geographically also right we are very well suited yeah. shri harikota again you know if you look at the latitude longitude it's very ideally suited to launch satellites and so on yeah i mean it's it's one of those things right i hope that kids are looking at this and you know decide to become rocket scientists themselves and think about it right india is at a per capita 2 or 2500 uh, right now uh, and if you look at all the rest of them whether it's the us china or russia right? i mean they're all way ahead of us uh, you know materially but we continue to invest in uh, science um so my personal dream is that you know we send a, a man on the moon uh, you know pretty soon it's been i think 50 plus years long due i think we should we should go and see what's up there <laughs> <laughs> i mean so so india is if this mission is successful india will become the first country to land on the south pole of the moon mm right i think that's that's something right and of course there there are reports which show there are like 100 or 1000 million tons of water 
found there. Mm. This is from a previous Chandrayaan mission, so should be exciting. Uh, see, I mean, this is what it does, right? I mean, it gets everyone interested in space, uh, and I think that's a damn fine thing, right? Because all of the technologies that you know we develop for space uh, tend to kind of trickle down value chain, right? And who knows? I mean, you might find it in your cars, you might find it in your household appliances, and so on. So fantastic stuff. Also. Prime Minister Modi was in France uh, last week. His second major trip in about two or three weeks. He was in the US earlier, and uh, th- there are a lot of uh, good stuff happening on that front also, right? France has been a very reliable partner for us. You know, even when uh, the nuclear tests happened in Pokhran, they refused to sanction us, and they've been understanding of our stance uh, on the whole Russia-Ukraine situation now as well. And they've been a very good defense partner, right? With all of those Rafale jets that we've got from them. uh they are a very close strategic ally and apart from that upi was launched in france so yeah indian tourists you know can definitely pay in uh, rupee right through upi in france and and that's amazing right i mean you're seeing you know how many countries are now adopting it whether it's singapore france uh, i think a few middle eastern com- countries as well so all in all a spe- spectacular w- uh, week for sure if you're not in gaming <laughs> All right, so let's kick this off um, with some really good news, right? Flipkart has finally closed off the pro- process of paying out ESOPs to its employees. The whole ESOP pool amounted close to seven hundred million dollars, and guess what? The top twenty employees, guess how much uh, money they got? I would guess a few million dollars each. Two hundred million dollars. Damn. Um. So yeah, this was you know probably the largest one-time cash payout at an Indian new age tech startup. you know back in 2020 2021 you know, we saw a lot of companies pay out esops so can you help us understand like why do companies do this and like what do employees have to gain well obviously esops are a great tool for retention and it keeps uh, employees vested in the company's success as well so a payout of this standard this level has never happened in india right uh, obviously i mean i'm i'm discounting you know whatever infosys and uh, all of those folks uh, actually just infosys right created a lot of wealth for people if you live in bangalore uh, you'll hear of some story of mm-hmm. you know uh, nrns drivers uh, someone who made some x amount of uh, crores through the infi ipo and what not right and so this is this is amazing you know 700 million is no small deal uh, right and i think about 15 or 20000 employees have got this 30000 uh, 30000 employees uh, have got the benefit of this i really hope that a lot more people graduate the maslow pyramid and start uh, you know working on more important problems are uh, you know free of all the constraints of managing their daily lives and they can take a few more risks i hope we'll see a lot more entrepreneurs which oddly enough has been happening for a while now right i mean flipkart has a great mafia in terms of startup founders and so on mm-hmm. right i mean uh, we've had a few of them i mean i recollect uh, pramod of uh, unbox robotics right i mean he was so uh, an ex flipkart person uh, time to reach out to him <laughs> <laughs> but yeah i mean a lot of folks have become uh, entrepreneurs post flipkart right and uh, that, that's fantastic i mean really kudos to sachin uh, and uh, binny uh, and also kalyan krishnamurthy as well the current ceo this also i think clears the way for spinning off phone pay into its own massive entity which it is right i mean i was at an event organized by money control a couple of weeks back and uh, samir who is the ceo of phone pay was asked if he is planning to list and he said definitely not under these market conditions uh, right one thing that we've learned over the last 18 months or so is that obviously public market investors don't take on that kind of venture risk right i mean they're less forgiving of these things and more importantly what he said was that 
a few of these experiments they want to have the independence to like play it out right uh, whatever business experiments uh, they do and not be bound by any quarter se quarter tak uh, kind of pressures right so fantastic stuff and uh, yeah if you're a flipkart employee congrats to you i have to ask this right given the entire sentiment in the ecosystem right with downsizing going on with you know valuations being cut what about the whole timing of this esop payouts now i know that the whole process of the separation and this whole announcement that you know esop will be being paid was announced in december of 2022 but again given the current market uh, sentiments what do you make of it no it's a long tedious process you can't time these things right even the listing also uh, it's i think it's a year year and a half process so these things cannot be timed believe me i mean if people could time it i mean they would figure a better way to do stuff right so it's a happy coincidence and uh, for once i mean apart from all of the layoffs and you know all the corporate governance issues and everything we have some positive news to celebrate in recent times so yeah we should all be very happy about that yeah oh right, talking of positive news let's talk about the new online gaming tax the gst council decided positive news well some are claiming it to be positive but i think it's pretty much open for a debate so let us know not open to a debate it sucks <laughs> <laughs> okay let's let's get to the news <clears throat> the gsc council decided that a uniform 28% tax would be levied on the full value of the bets placed in case of online gaming without any differentiation between games of skill and games of chance earlier only 18% gsc was applicable on the platform fee charged for games of skill as such the increase in gsc would be around 1000% under the new tax rules now the government claims that the online gaming is a source of user harm and money laundering and the tax serves a social and economic purpose but that is not a view which is shared by the industry as it argues that the tax is unfair and discriminatory and it will hurt the growth and innovation of the sector now what struck out to me is that when the government decided to tax crypto we saw a decline in crypto in the country we saw a decline in the crypto innovations now we know that the gaming industry has withstood the you know downsizing and you know valuation cuts you know that's one of the few industries which actually did fairly well compared to others and now with a 1000% increase in taxes yeah it's uh, pretty insane like i said i mean there's an easier way to say if you to an industry right i have my own personal reservations about gaming and uh, and so on right i mean i think it's a I- i've seen a lot of uh, lives ruined by this kind of stuff right let's let's put it that way this whole game of skill game of chance has been going around for uh, you know quite some time uh, states have sought to ban it karnataka tamil nadu etc and then you know there's a supreme court order that favors the gaming companies and so on right i mean so so this gray area has been happening for a while right but i don't think regulation like this is a great way to do things you know because it's also very harmful signaling right because it signals to investors that hey you can let an industry you know maybe prosper for 10 or 15 years and then come down really hard on it right like alibaba in china yeah i mean something of that sort right and you've seen what happened to the chinese startup ecosystem after that right i mean the total implosion so i don't think that's the right way to do things i mean at least earlier the 18% was on gross revenue the platform free that you mentioned right now if it is on full value then any 100 rupees or 1000 rupees or whatever it is that someone is betting or staking at uh, the the game or whatever it is you call it right i mean 30 is gone instantly right uh, and then over and above that you have all of these different cuts where the the company makes the cut and the player gets some cash and so on right effectively i mean there's not much left 
basically right so why would someone really you know bet 100 or 1000 or whatever it is they bet right? from that perspective i feel that uh, it's not a great move right the government should definitely seek to provide clarity uh, and think about the entrepreneurs right i mean you've built a business for as long right and uh, now you know it's instantly gone so i i think there's a better way to do this right uh, the government should definitely liaise with the industry a lot more um you know i forget about fdi right i mean i think 4 billion or something was supposed to come in for gaming i don't think that is going to happen for sure right yeah I mean, by the way i mean i owned a bit of delta corp some time back right they are down i think 25% in a week or so right um so it's well, imagine it's, if that's your case imagine what ashni grover will be feeling right now yeah exactly <laughs> right i mean uh, third unicorn uh, not so soon i yeah. suppose right <laughs> crazy man i mean it's tough it's really tough and uh, i do feel that you know the government does a better job at you know liaising with the industry talking to people um before they do stuff like this because think about the number of people that are affected and yeah i mean the, the people make all kinds of moral arguments like i said personally i have reservations against this right i mean i don't think it does any good to our youth uh, to be addicted to stuff like this Uh, and mind you these games are addictive right there are arguments that hey cigarettes are allowed alcohol is allowed and and what not um, but cigarettes and alcohol also is like taxed pretty heavily right as uh, one would know and bangalore is going to increase taxes on alcohol by 20% pretty crazy i mean already we have the highest i suppose yeah. right it is taxed and uh, it's not as prevalent you know what i mean i mean it's you, it's not as prevalent as gaming which is now on the on the mobile and uh, you know you have some of the smartest folks uh, in the world uh, uh, trying to wire you into being addicted to something right um, so yeah personal reservations aside i feel on the regulatory front this is bad right uh, government should definitely uh, seek to provide clarity the buzz around generative ai has definitely not slowed down wipro has launched wipro ai 360 which is an ai first innovation ecosystem that integrates ai into every platform tool and solutions used internally and offer to clients the company is also committed making a 1 billion dollar investment in improving ai capabilities over the next 3 years now to execute these goals wipro is going to train its employees with the fundamentals of ai across functions and will be bringing together 30000 data analytics and ai experts and in the future wipro will extend support to tech startups through its accelerator program wipro ventures Now, what's interesting over here is when Sam Altman made the comment that Kia, yeah, you can go out and try building your own stuff. Let's see how far it goes. And that time, the question in my mind was that, okay, if someone was to build an an AI first, you know, infrastructure in the country, what sort of companies would it be, right? And the names that came to my mind was Wipro, was Infosys, and the likes. Right? They established the first generation startups. And now we have on the news that Wipro is committing one billion dollars in improving AI capabilities. I think that's massive. Yeah, see, a lot of these companies have massive cash, right? Infi, TCS, Wipro, and so on. These are like money machines, uh, you know, and uh, they have technical talent for sure. And more importantly, they know how to train huge masses of people, right? I mean, that's what they're so good at. And also, I think it's in their interest to sort of invest in AI automation, all of these things, right? Because Yeah, I mean, tomorrow, what if uh, you know all of this stuff eliminates uh, services, right? I mean, which is a very big probability, right? Machines can generate code, and uh, you might require a few project managers in between to interface and get stuff done, uh, right? In fact, uh, Sidhu Ponappa, who we've had on the podcast earlier, 
uh, is building one such startup right now, an AI startup that's going to make, uh, you know, services, uh, IT services work a lot more cheaper, faster, more efficient as well. So, yeah, great work. Uh, and I hope that uh, there's something tangible that comes out of this. Okay, uh, now the number of fundraisers that has been happening has really slowed down, right? I think last week, all in all, companies raised a total of $41 million. And the numbers are just going down lower and lower. I think it's the lowest we have been in the past 52 weeks. But still, uh, some startups did raise a few checks. Uh, Smart Dukan, which is a smartphone retail chain, raised $10 million in a pre-Series A round of funding. Dwara KGFS, a fintech startup, also raised a similar amount. D2C brand Clenstar has also raised $9.1 million in an early stage funding round. Now, it's interesting to see that the action in the early stage, stage companies is still continuing. Hopefully, that growth stage companies will soon pick up pace. So, there's a very interesting excerpt of an article retweeted by Ashish Chandorkar, author of Braving a Viral Storm. It says that, will India be the breakout emerging market of the decade? From Capital Group, one of the biggest and most prestigious money managers in the world kind of justifies why India is in the right position at the right time to witness a significant growth in the coming years. Uh, Roshan, what's your... Yeah, what's I, your I think everyone should read that article, right? Uh, again, the Capital Group uh, is one of the biggest money managers in the world. And even Jeffries also had to say some good things uh, about India. And this is despite all of the, you know, BS, uh, you know, democracy rankings and freedom and this and that uh, that occasionally comes out right uh, ranking india lower than uh, pakistan or somalia or whatever else to that i mean i always say just follow the money right investors obviously care a lot more about their money than anything else uh, right and if they're willing to put their money in india then it shows a positive sign right i mean obviously the last 10 years you know we've had a stable government uh, we've had uh, you know very forward thinking reforms uh, and of course, you know, the other GST, uh, UPI combo has really, really helped at scale. Now, all of this is uh, fantastic, right? I mean, you look at stuff like manufacturing as well, now with PLIs and, you know, the exports going up and so on, right? So overall, I think it's a very, very positive time from a business perspective in India. And, and of course, I mean, you can't discount the geopolitics, right? Everyone is adopting this China uh, plus one kind of a strategy. And uh, so India will stand to benefit. And, you know, I hate to sound like a broken record, but yeah, hashtag long India all the way. The 2020s and 2030s are going to be a damn interesting time for uh, all of us. And if you're a young person at this point of time, you hit the jackpot, really. But tell me this, like the general elections are coming up next year, right? There, there's some risk into all the progress that we have made. Now, of course, for as a country to capitalize on this, there has to be the momentum needs to continue, right? But the, hey, there's a chance that this momentum might break. A lot of things are secular, right? Uh, I mean, I, of course, I do hope that, uh, you know, the Modi government uh, returns and, uh, you know, we have another stable five years uh, in the country uh, and we don't end up in like a coalition of sorts. I mean, those of you who are old enough to remember will remember the 90s and, you know, the, the time before uh, the 2004, right? I mean, it was a very fractious time, right? So I do hope uh, we have a stable government at the center in 2024 as well. But uh, even if not, some of these are very, very secular trends, right? I mean, the geopolitics stuff, uh, which I mentioned, right? I mean, China plus one is a reality right now. Uh, and the fact that, you know, a bunch of these schemes and so on, uh, unless, you know, God forbid, someone, you know, takes a wrecking ball to some of these things, stuff like cleaning up the whole bank banking sector, right? I mean, you, you know, you have to 
f up at an insanely you know insane level for us to you know not do well right and let's hope you know we don't elect someone who does that right so uh, yeah i mean growth all the way and uh, positive optimism uh, all the way i suppose yeah interesting times ahead unless sure. you are in the gaming industry yeah. <laughs> all right rosen before we wrap this up uh, any conversations lined up Yeah, so we have uh, Kedi Srinivasan, who's a very experienced uh, CMO. Uh, she is now at Lightspeed, and uh, I got to uh, hear her talk at one of the Sequoia events uh, some time back, and I was really fascinated by her insights and views. So yeah, this is going to be a marketing masterclass of sorts. Uh, she is focused more more on the enterprise side of things, so that's something that I want to bring out and understand a lot more. Uh, but overall, fantastic episodes uh, coming up uh, in the next couple of weeks, I should say. Awesome, uh, folks. If you have any questions uh, for our speakers, please tweet them to us. Our Twitter handle is at Operator Startup. On LinkedIn, you can find us at the Startup Operator. Do let us know how we are doing by rating uh, on your favorite podcast platform. And if you want to discover more similar content on startup, like what like what we uh, talk about, do like this video so that you know the algorithms will recommend more similar videos to you. Until then, I guess have a great week, and uh, we'll be back again with more exciting news next week. Take See care. you guys. Cheers.